Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Sawbones, Marital Tour of Misguided Medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Well, Sid, the sun is back. Yeah, did it. You mean like each day? Making its, its presence back in, like in the morning? Yes, except now it's back with a vengeance. The ah. sun is here to exert its will over us, the common folk. We kind of skipped spring, I feel like. I mean, Ugh. it is still technically spring, but... Yeah, like May... Like, spring didn't happen. May, like, late May here in West Virginia, 90 degrees today. Mm -hmm. About done sizzled myself on the way into the Huntington Mall. <laughs> just trying to take my family to the Gap. You know, and... though, it's it's not the heat that'll get you. It's the humidity. Yeah, and also the heat <laughs> is a lot. Yeah, but people like to say that about humidity a lot. That's yeah, a thing people say. but my say. thing I normally come back to them with is like, yeah, but it's also very hot currently. That's true. Is the thing that I say back to them. You got to be careful out in the sun. So we, we've talked about that before at length, and this is the time of year that I like to remind people, and we want, wanted a way into that to give our skincare spiel. Mm -hmm. So uh, Sid hit upon the idea of freckles, which is weird we haven't talked about before. Well, it is, but it, it it's also one of those topics that isn't really, it's not medicine per se, except that it was. It was, but now it isn't? Is this what you're telling me? Well, it's one of those things that we hit on these topics sometimes on Sawbones that you wouldn't think of freckles as like a thing you would talk to your doctor about, uh, except for a lot of time, for a lot of history, people did, so. Okay, well, listen, now I'm on the so edge. So it's of, fair game. On the, I'm on the edge of my seat. As you can see, my wrinkle, my not my wrinkles, my wrinkles there too. Hmm. My freckles are very prominently displayed. It's hey. that time of year. You know what Jimmy Buffett says about wrinkles? Tell me. Wrinkles only go where the smiles have been. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Sydney. I, I needed that. I wonder if he's quoting somebody. Probably. I could Google it if you want, or I we could know. just do that. That's the... in a song, though. Okay. Anyway, thank you to Annie and Susanna and Aaron and Kalani and Michael and Abigail and Max for recommending this topic of freckles. 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 So what are freckles? Because you asked me mm -hmm. that. Sometimes Sydney plays a game. Where it's, it's, <laughs> the game is, and she always does it while she's researching, and the game is, what's the common man now? And she likes to tap her old buddy J-Man for that experiment. It's usually like, hey, do you know what freckles are? And then I stumble through it very incompetently, and then Sydney goes, <laughs> okay, got it. 
Thanks. <laughs> I just want to make sure before I go too in depth into explaining something that it's not common knowledge. Sometimes I lose track of what everybody knows and what I learned in med school. Yeah. Freckles are the result. But you said melanin. I did say melanin or I might have said melatonin. Hoops does get those confused from time to time. Melatonin is a hormone in your brain that tells you it's sleepy time. Are you going to tell me they don't sound a lot alike? Melanin is pigment in your skin. Okay. But like you're not giving me mnemonic devices, Sydney. I I understand that when you say it. I'm I'm supposed to give information. There's information. Okay. Thank you for the the data. So you can have increased concentrations of melanin in certain areas of your skin because of the cells that are in those areas, specifically melanocytes which produce melanin makes sense right mm-hmm. and if and, and in a lot of people those can be kind of spread evenly all over the body which means everything kind of gets lighter or darker depending on the time of year at the same rate mm-hmm. but in people with freckles you will see cl- there are clusters of these melanocytes in different places and so melanin is produced in higher concentrations in those little clusters and hence you get freckles Okay, but why? It's just genetic differences. There's a gene actually linked to this, the MC1R gene, mm-hmm. and it contributes to the creation of a slightly different kind of pigment and then this clustering of cells, as well as it's also linked to red hair, which is why you so commonly see people with red hair have freckles. Right. But not all people with red hair ha- have freckles because not all people with uh, red hair have this specific gene mutation. So. Okay. It's important to know. That's a common misconception. The two are always hand in hand? Yeah, and they're not. Um, so melanin is produced when you're exposed to sun. Okay. So that's an interesting point because you wouldn't necessarily notice your freckles unless you were exposed to sun. I mean, some people do. Yes. But the more sun you get, the more your freckles show. And then when you are not getting as much sun, they fade. Okay. Would you say that's fair as a freckled individual? Yes. As someone who lives with freckles every day, (laughs) I can say that that is accurate. And melanin is actually kind of like sunglasses for your skin. Go on. It helps to kind of protect your skin. Okay. The sun's rays. That's what its purpose is. The pigment, melanin. Okay. But do I, am I better protected then? No. Because I thought that people with freckles are like at a higher risk of skin cancer. You are. I was going to say that at the end, but you are. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry I ruined it. But that, no, that's okay. I mean, but that's good. good. It's, it's good, good to get to the, that, that helpful information out now. If they stop mm-hmm. listening to the podcast, like midway through, they yes. forget, they go get a sandwich or something. They've got that life-saving information. No, I mean, if you think about it, if you have melanin more evenly distributed and more of it all over your body, that would be more protective than just little clusters. Oh, I guess you're right. It would be kind like, of like uh, it's if you had like, sunglasses with a bunch of holes in them. There you go. Okay. Or like if you put on your sunscreen in little dollops all over your body and didn't spread it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard them referred to as angels kisses? No. I. A lot of angel related <laughs> stuff. People like to dig up on babies. A lot of like angel, mm-hmm. angel bites. Yeah. Like when stork you. Stork bites. Stork too, bite. Yeah. Well, no, stork bite is on your neck. Angel uh-huh. bite is in your ear. It's an angel kiss. I thought. What? There's no angel bite. Angel bite is when you have a little divot in your ear. 
You were so sweet the angels took a little nibble at I you. I thought my mom just called it that. Okay, it might just be your mom. That does sound like a very your mom thing. Because that's weird if there's something, if we insinuate that sometimes angels bite you. Yes, because they, no, it's because when you're coming through the <laughs> conveyor belt, you just look so sweet. They just had to take a nibble. Well, anyway, I've never heard of freckles called angels kisses. Tweet at Sydney if you've heard angel bites before. Or if it's just okay. her mom. Well, you can tell me about that. But I had never heard of angels kisses. But as I researched freckles, I will tell you that this is a widespread term, at least on the Internet, among people who write articles about freckles. Okay. Uh, there's also apparently an Irish proverb that says a face without freckles is like a night without stars. That's beautiful. I, I love that. that. Lovely. Yeah. And freckles are just a difference in skin appearance. That's that's it. I mean, I described why they happen. But throughout history, there have been a lot of diverse opinions about why they happen and whether or not we should do something about someone them. has to stop these freckles. So if we go all the way back to ancient Rome, uh, clear complexions like smooth, even colored throughout comp- complexions were prized. So it wasn't that freckles were bad. It's just that you didn't want. You didn't want any variation in your skin tone. You wanted right, it to nice, be one even, even smooth, skin tone. Yeah. That was that was the the beauty ideal. Uh, so Romans would use like lead-based chemical peels with things like vinegar or mercury in them. Good job, y'all. To try to even their skin tone. Obviously, this is dangerous yes, and bad. Don't do this thing. We're gonna do this a lot though in this episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> people people do this a lot. Um there now if that sounds a little too basic for you maybe you want to try something a little more exotic maybe you want to use some crocodile intestines or crocodile dung if you don't want to mess with the intestines or uh fairy and fish and um those were supposedly helpful in removing freckles crocodile dung delightful <laughs> see i was trying to get I don't know where you're going. I was trying to get to Crocodile Dundee, but it just wasn't there. I just, it wasn't there, Sid. It's been a long day. It just wasn't there, right? Uh, You know who also didn't didn't bring it home with this one is Plenty the Elder. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to Justin, Plenty the Elder. Here's some other historical figures that didn't bring home the bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty the Elder had a lot of. Uh, recommendations for freckles but none of them are particularly funny they're just like there's a root called white byrony and there's an oil of balanus fig mixed with fenugreek uh four laurel berries mixed in oil specifically four i thought that was odd just get four of them powdered myrtle leaves the only thing i found interesting about that is that uh, i guess powdered myrtle leaves are also good for hangnails and I am baffled that there was a point in history where there was any treatment for hangnails other than, like, cut it off. Right. Why were you putting powdered myrtle? What were you hoping for? Um. So anyway, Plenty of the Elder had a lot of... I like of, that Plenty of the Elder has a sort of status that even when he doesn't have the good stuff to bring, um, he he still gets on the show. Like he's sort of like um, like Martin Short, you know what I mean? He didn't have something to promote, but he's just great to have on the show. <laughs> he's well, just happy to be. He's here. just happy. I was just like he always delivers, and like we're just happy to have him around. It's okay that he doesn't have any heat to bring. It's just it, it never fails. If I'm trying to find some more stuff for an episode, and I Google Plenty the Elder and whatever the topic is, something comes up. Yeah, there's always something. Um, during the Middle Ages, we did all kinds of 
crazy things in general, but specifically for freckles, um, we we didn't want to use the same lead-based cosmetics that we had used in the past, mm-hmm. which is good. We wised up. Right? We got there. Um, we we turned to more natural methods, you know, other ways of, of All trying All right, to. middle ages. I'm sorry I dunked on you for so long. So you could try maybe boil some oatmeal and vinegar together. Ugh. And smear that on your face. Oh, that's better than eat it. Um, or you could use uh, bull's blood or hare's blood. It's either from a giganto bull or a tiny hare, but we don't know. Just get some of the blood. I think if I had to t- choose, sorry, Peter Cottontail, I'd probably go ahead and slice him up rather than a bull. Right. Well, I mean, if you're talking about what are you more likely to survive... I would say the bunny. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if we don't know, or can we just all decide bunny? Well, that's fair. Maybe we yeah, just why all do we even settle. Throw bull in there? Why do you even throw bull in there? It's like, you'd be so jized to find a substitute for, <laughs> for fighting. Bull, a... You'd think that would eliminate the need. Like, why would you include that in so a pharmacopoeia? Ginger matador, like stabbing. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is, this is illegal now. Like, no, it's for my freckles. <laughs> Um, it also helps if you cover the the hare's blood or bull's blood, if you're so inclined, with a sheep leather band-aid. A what? A band-aid made out of, made out of sheep leather. Sheep leather. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, or, this was my favorite, you could get an amethyst and lick it and then rub it on your face. Yeah. Yeah. Not not for freckles, just for fun. No, it was, it was supposed to be a cure for freckles. It was supposed to be a cure for freckles. There's like mm-hmm. rubbing amethyst on it. Well, you lick it first and then you rub oh, it. Oh, okay. You lick it and I feel bad for face. being so judgmental. Right. I didn't know you licked it first. I have an amethyst around my neck right now. Do you want to try? Yeah. We never put these to good use. <laughs> you want to rub my... I'm, gonna, I'm rub extending Cooper's my right arm. stone on your face. I'm extending my right arm. Uh-huh. And Sydney's going to lick her necklace. You're not doing it. This isn't for the podcast. Lick your necklace. Okay, I licked my necklace. You're pretending. Stop. This is for this is for science. Okay. Okay, you licked your necklace. Now I want to reach over. Okay. There. Now your hand's wet. Now how long is this supposed to... I don't know. They didn't give specifics. Hey, listen. They're gone. <laughs> it's working. Sydney, we're going to need a bigger Please necklace don't. and a bigger tongue. <laughs> And more wives. <laughs> Don't spread this misinformation. Hey, I'm just saying it's working. Amazing. They're disappearing before my eyes. There's a recipe. Oh, no. My skin is is, is becoming translucent. <laughs> it's working too well. We've Who Why haven't we been trying these all this time? Sydney, we've been lambasting the past <laughs> without actually putting this to the test. This is amazing. Who knew you were just one giant freckle? I was just a freckle. Oh, no. No, I'm disappearing. Sydney. Curse you, middle agent. We can't record this late at night anymore. I'm, lo- <laughs> I'm loving it. Whatever. There is a there's a recipe book um, made by made by a Sir Hugh Platt who put together a lot of different <laughs> concoctions. My name is Sir Hugh Platt. I'll take care of these freckles for your skin. Ways to ways to take care of your skin. He called his book "Delights for Ladies." My book, of course, <laughs> is "Delights for Ladies." I'm the worst. Thank you so much, Sir Platt. I needed a delight. 
uh, one one recommendation is that you take some <laughs> some tansy weed and strawberries and milk. That's actually what I, it says on my business card. So I'm so mad that he stole that. Uh, of course, there were things like um, you could wash your face with boiled elder leaves at midnight during a full moon. Oh, so romantic. And uh, and then he returned to the oatmeal and vinegar face mask if all else failed. Um, do, you, do you think that they I was thinking about this. Uh, a few episodes ago do you think that old timey people made some of these more complicated so that they have stuff to fall back on when it doesn't work like was it exactly midnight was it 1201 was it oh i think for sure for sure right yeah well it's it's sort of like the way you just didn't you didn't have enough faith in it kind of you know you didn't believe that's why your wish didn't come true you didn't believe hard enough uh a common superstition during the middle ages so a lot of these, I'm kind of referencing these methods to remove freckles because it was the fashion. It was for, you know, beauty reasons, cosmetic reasons for a lot of people. But there was also a superstition that people who had freckles, especially women more so, but but all people who had freckles were in somehow communication with the devil. Mm. And that these these marks were Just marks women? of their allegiance to the devil. Just women with freckles? Is that what you said? It was more like, well, it was it was associated with the accusations of witchcraft. Yeah, so, so yes. Sure, yeah. So yeah. So there there was there was this belief that freckles were a sign that you were consorting with dark magics and and that um you would die an early death. Okay. I, I guess because of your witchdom. Hanging out with the devil thing. I guess. Yeah. Uh, in the Renaissance, and we've talked about this before on like our the beauty devil is a known carcinogen. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the true. devil, burnt toast, <laughs> bacon. Um, yeah, really, any processed meats. Thanks. You're welcome. It uh, so in the Renaissance, women used, and we've talked about this before, the Venetian ceruse to cover the, cover your freckles. It that? had lead and mercury in it. Oh, it was like right. a thick white stuff to make your face look really pale. Um, and there's a thought that maybe people even died from this, from using this, from inhaling like lead fumes mm. from the foundation. Um, in the colonial period, Dolly Madison was kind of the the Freckle fashion icon. Expert? No, oh. but everyone looked like her. So everybody wanted to have pale skin and pink cheeks. And so you could use things like uh, one one thing that people would use was called the rose complexion mask which is made from mixing together crushed rose petals, honey, oil of tartar, vinegar, and rye meal. Hmm. And then you leave it on overnight to harden and wash it off with lemon juice. That sounds kind of nice, actually. And then you can look like Dolly Madison. Doesn't look like it sounds too, I'd rather look like Dolly Parton if I have my choice. Is that a... Th- really? I mean, between you, the two. You want to look like Dolly Parton? She's kind of an icon of mine, sure. Okay. I mean, just between I mean, the two. I mean, you can. Like, I'm not... I'm just saying Stopping the, you. Just I just didn't know you. Okay. Do you even know what Dolly Madison looked like? She's the cupcake lady. <laughs> snack cakes. The first lady, Dolly Madison. Dolly Madison did do some snack cakes there, right? Right? Dolly Madison. Honey, she's it. the first late. She was a first. She was married. Yeah, to Dolly the Madison. President. Yeah, Zingers. <laughs> Dolly Madison. She did Zingers. Um, that's the main one is Zingers right now for her. <laughs> well, maybe she'll come out with some new ones. Maybe Dolly Madison will come out with some new snack cakes. And if, if all else fails, maybe Dolly Parton will. Maybe. I would eat Dolly, Part- Dolly Parton brand Zingers, although then the two of them would be in legal hot water. And, uh, we don't, we don't need that. 
Um, hey, Justin. Yeah. Let's let's go to the billing department. Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared, all I got in two minutes, I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. So, Sid, where were we? Were we about to enter the Victorian era, if memory serves? That's right. So as we as we approach the victorian era as i've said so far the main methods people used to rid themselves of freckles if they if they so desired um well they didn't work and so makeup was often sure often what people yeah relied on well queen victoria called the use of makeup um impolite and vulgar okay kind of cheating (laughs) cheating for the face so face cheats so as a result a lot of uh people and largely again these probably were mostly women during the victorian period 
wanted to hide their freckles but couldn't with makeup because now they that had been declared vulgar but they also weren't supposed to have freckles because it was still the fashion to have very even toned skin um and freckles were also at this point associated more with like the working class because if you were outside more you were, your freckles were more likely to show whereas mm. if you were wealthy and could be inside all day avoid the the harsh rays yeah exactly exactly uh so you had to find a lot you had to find some sort of product to remove your freckles without hiding them with makeup and this is where we see things like dr mckenzie's improved harmless arsenic wafers <laughs> i feel like the heart putting harmless in the name of a medication is like especially if you follow it directly with arsenic feels a lot like me thinks that off protest too much <laughs> there there's so much in this i love it they're improved Yes, much better than the previous, only mildly harmless. I was going to say, are, were they were they previously Dr. McKenzie's harmful arsenic wafers? Hyper deadly. Now, Dr. McKenzie's improved harmless arsenic wafers that you could just you know rub on your skin and they're boom, freckles gone. There it is. Uh, people also. And were the good news is it's harmless. We bet. People were still using things like mercury and also carbolic acid. Great. Man, you gotta hate freckles. Yeah, to try to remove freckles. Um, Obviously, all these things could damage your sick, damage your skin, and make you make you quite ill. Hey, Justin, what are those little dots all over your skin? Oh, these they're scars. (laughs) I did a terrible job with my carbolic acid. But at least they're not freckles. Not freckles. You gotta admit that. Uh, The I thought it was interesting. I found a note as to what. What was the thought process? People were trying to remove their freckles or cover their freckles. Everybody hated their freckles. Did doctors weigh in at all as to like, why do I'm sure people went and said, why do I have these freckles? Is there something I could do a medicine I could take or like a thing I could eat or stop doing to get rid of them? Mm -hmm. And people did indeed do that. And doctors did indeed have a theory as to why freckles happen. So it's largely based on the theory of the four humors. Okay. Which we've talked about before, right? Blood, bile, yellow bile, and phlegm no yeah well yes blood phlegm yellow bile and black bile black bile yeah right so you had to balance out your four humors in order to maintain health and if you got too much of a humor you could get sick in various ways or too little of a humor and there were foods you could eat to combat that and then if all else failed we would bleed you or make you throw up or give you something that would like a laxative or a diuretic anyway so the based on the humoral theory of medicine during the summer months when it is hot the liver naturally produces more yellow bile okay okay you got to follow this okay this was this was i i don't know why because it was hot i suppose i have no idea why but anyway in the summer the this, liver this makes more yellow bile okay. <laughs> so the the skin at the time was believed to be made up of like a collection of molecules, which I mean, like this is, this is a sort of true, like accurate. and that, that this contained oxygen and hydrogen and carbon. And it was thought that when it was hot, oxygen would sort of separate itself from these other molecules and absorb and bind substances around it. 
<laughs> There's nothing funnier than me than people once we got to a point where we did understand like the basic building blocks and then just taking absolute shots in the dark about how they all like kind of work together. So, I mean, this is and this is where things start to get really weird. So in the summer, the liver is making extra bile. It's floating around in your blood. Okay. And it was yellow, but there was also a brownish component to it. It mm-hmm. was thought related to iron. Sure, right. Rust in and, the body. And yes. this is getting deposited in the skin because there's so much of it. Yes. And binding to this oxygen that's in your skin and is all excited because it's hot. Okay. And then you get a freckle. Okay. It makes so much more sense now, Sydney. And if it happens to a large extent, you get a tan. Oh, okay. Now. That's dumb. Like, that's <laughs> dumb. It's easy to track the one-to-one on tans. That's not no. hard to track. Well, I mean, I what they, they think that they, it was like cooking it was the you heat. is like radiating. Okay. It was like all the right, iron right. being deposited in your skin, basically. But what's interesting about all this theory is that because they blamed all this on the liver, on a problem with your liver, your liver mm. is making too much bile and that's why this is happening freckles began to be be known as liver spots oh which is a term that persists to this very day more applicable to like the elderly but sure which are they're talking about slightly different kinds like the larger freckles which still are related to sun like the like the liver spots or something sun spots yeah that's that's why we call them that i've so always we call wondered them liver spots based on the humoral system yes that wow. comes from the humoral system of mess which obviously huh. is not true but that's where that name comes and i've always wondered that because I, I know when a patient asks me is this a liver spot i know what they mean and i'll tell them yes because what they're asking me is true right but it's, i've always wondered why do we even call them that it has nothing to do with the liver it's so weird and it's just sun it's just sun and melanin why are we calling them that that's why, the because of the wow. humoral system. So there you go. That's why liver spots are called. That's they have cool. nothing to do with your liver. Um, this is also why, however, doctors would prescribe you treatments for your freckles at this point in history. Things like bloodletting. Oh, man. Yeah. Or they would give you a laxative or they would give you some sort of emetic. So something that would make you throw up um, just a way to some. They were attempting to get the yellow bile out of your system to mm-hmm. stop the freckles from forming so so there you go that was that was the medical huh. treatment for freckles um there were some other over-the-counter and and kind of like pharmaceutical creams that were invented things like dr hebra's viola cream um that which is great for maintaining your viola <laughs> for starters um it it's funny because it contained mercury which people didn't figure out till after they'd used it for a while and then you could have like at home recipes that you could make for yourself like this pomade for freckles that has like uh citrine oil and oil of almonds and the oil from a sperm whale and some oil of roses Sure, yeah i'll just get all those things just no get problem. like you can easily obtain at home oil first from a sperm whale i feel like some this is like those recipes sometimes i find for slime that charlie wants to make at home <laughs> We're like, like most of the stuff is stuff I already have. And then they'll throw in there like also some borax. Borax. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? I don't have some any. micro, some micro bead. Yeah. Fill. Like, all right. And I'm like, well, I don't just have. And then Charlie's that looking stuff, at me like. That stuff, by the way, y'all. 
the microbeads don't 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 they yeah, are these don't. tiny lighter than air things that and are if you breathe near them they're everywhere. everywhere like as soon as you breathe you don't blow on you just breathe and static electricity sends these things flying you will never get them all out of your house please just like if if your kid's like hey this says we need microbead Phil, like, look them dead in the eye and say they don't make that anymore. It's illegal. <laughs> and if any of your friends have it, they're criminals. Justin and made it illegal. I made it illegal. Justin, a podcast made it illegal. <laughs> podcast man Justin said this is a crime now to have this. Uh, so we've talked again a lot about now freckles and the basis of like cosmetic preferences and standards of beauty. And then there was this association with possibly some sort of liver disease. In the late 1800s and the early 1900s, there was another reason why people attempt to, attempted to hide their freckles and unfortunately a very racist reason. Mm. So freckles on a white person were seen as a sign that they were not completely a white person. Ugh. And so a lot of people attempted to hide their freckles to try to um, maintain some sort of racial purity. Yeah kind of you know like look basically unsurprising still gross yeah exactly exactly um and uh and unfortunately there were a lot of of very extreme measures that came out of that to rid yourself of freckles thing like i found this awful picture of somebody who was having a treatment done with dry ice where they were basically just sitting in a doctor's chair and having dry ice applied all over their face to try to to get rid of them and um skin bleaches came out to yeah. just bleach your skin. Yeah. Ugh. So that's still a thing, right? People still. Yes. Still done. Yeah, you can still about. find skin bleaches available. Yeah. To 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 use for freckles and then for skin lightening in lightening, general. Yeah. If yeah. And and certainly, I, I'm talking. This episode is about freckles, and I'm talking about freckles. Obviously, these methods may have been employed by people who who were people of color trying to avoid discrimination yeah. not just people with freckles who were discriminated against for that reason mm-hmm. um it it wasn't until tans began to become popular that freckles started to follow and we talked about this on the on our sunscreen episode i think mm-hmm. that it was uh coco chanel right oh, yeah who fell asleep on her yacht and came back with a tan and then yeah, it, all of a sudden and then all of a sudden tans were popular um and as tans became popular and they began to be associated instead of a like working class kind of view of tans uh people began to associate tans with being outside and being like youthful and vigorous and you know hiking and boating and mm-hmm. whatever whatever people i don't know what do people do outside i, f- I find that they're often employed to give a quality of like like girl next door you know yes. what i mean like she's just she's just regular folks yes she has a tan she's a tan um and freckles f- kind of started i meant to freckles follow i was talking about freckles specifically oh. like you know what i mean like i feel like freckles are like employed to do the like you grew up next to her your whole life and now you're in high school together you know what i mean like that gross well trope. I, I well i do think i think that in the in like the fashion world that is what it <sighs> what freckles began to like represent Mm -hmm. you know freckles and a ponytail and then all of a sudden you were youthful and yeah you know i was your betty cooper right like that's what we're going for yeah well betty cooper had blonde hair right yeah and 
and I don't think she had freckles either, right? She could have. She could have. That's true. Lots know. of people could have had freckles. Two dimensional <laughs> comic book character. They didn't have a lot of. Uh, I was thinking of Betty Draper. My mistake. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's on me. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Now from Archie's Betty yes, Cooper. Got she, it. I mean, she was no. I mean, she there are no freckles on her face, but I think it it would be very hard to represent that easily. That's true. I don't know. Betty Cooper could have had freckles. It, Nobody anyway, over at Archie Comics has time to draw all those freckles. <laughs> the they, girl next they door. They on Archie sometimes. So by the 90s, not only were freckles acceptable, they were sought after. So much so that in 1995, Chanel introduced the first faux freckle pencil. Uh, and you will see this. Actually, it's very common on runways. Mm. Uh, you'll see a lot of models who have been um, made up with faux freckles. Uh, and not only just like in an attempt to look like natural freckles, but like multicolored freckles, like purple and pink and red. And, you know, those are fake. Right. I mean, those, those obviously are not real meant to be real freckles, but there's, they're used again to give the fashion line a, like a hint of like, look at these young, healthy people, vibrant, fresh faced yeah. youth with their with their beautiful freckles. Um, and obviously our definition of beauty when it comes to um, complexion and skin color and everything is is much better, much broader than it used to be. Mm-hmm. We are not encouraging everybody. We, we, have, we have veered far from the days when you may, for instance, get tuberculosis so that you would have a very pale, gaunt look. Right. Because that was in style for a while. Obviously we've moved far away from that and... And uh, whether you have freckles or not, all of it is beautiful there and, you go, and great. So in terms of medicine, though, freckles clearly are not related to liver disease. Thank you. So, you, I mean, feel free to call them liver spots if you want, because everybody knows what you're talking about, but they're not. But then drop that trivia on them. <laughs> they're not related to, to your liver. Um, they have nothing to do with dark magic, as far as I know. I'm not an expert in that. Thank you for arena. clarifying. Yeah, but but they're not. Um as you said, Justin, freckled people generally may be at higher risk of skin cancer. So if you are somebody who has a lot of freckles, it might be a good idea to get regular skin checks with your doctor. And what I mean by that is we just kind of strip you down and look at you. Look head at your toe. whole butt. Well, yes, your butt, but like all the other parts. Sure, sure, too. sure, sure, sure. I mean, that's not the most but common I know where place y'all, I know where y'all get. start and no. I know where y'all like to linger. No, no, no. My mistake. <laughs> but it's good to get regular skin checks. And if you see anything that you don't like the look of, go in and have your doctor check it out right mm-hmm. away. Um, freckles are not cancerous, though. I think it's important to make that distinction, even though it puts you at higher risk of skin cancer. Not the freckles themselves. themselves are not going to become cancer. It's just the association, the genetic association. Got it. Um, they are linked to sun, definitely. So if for whatever reason you don't like your freckles stay I mean, out of the sun. If, if that's your preference yeah you should stay out of the sun you should wear your sunscreen anyway everybody should be wearing their sunscreen are you kidding me it's 2018 yeah. you know better you should wear your sunscreen i mean because if you and I, I found this note again and again and I, I hadn't really ever thought about it you're not born with freckles mm. have you ever seen a freckled baby no no it's sun exposure really? you have the pre i mean the, it's the the melanocytes are there but but it's the sun exposure that that triggers the melanin production and makes the freckles happen. So, so you know you should, and obviously you don't need to wear your sunscreen to avoid your freckles. I think freckles are really lovely. I always wish I had them. But 
it's I just, just have them on my shoulders. I have very freckly shoulders, but I've never had any on my face. But the important thing is wear your sunscreen. But yes, you should wear your sunscreen. Yes. Whether or not you like the, the look of your freckles, freckles please no. wear your sunscreen. Stay out of tanning beds. Avoid burns at all costs. Wear sunscreen and embrace your freckles. And destroy all tanning beds. That's my new thing. I'm actually going to get a shirt. Destroy all tanning beds? Destroy all tanning beds. What do you think about that? You can do that. I'm just going to keep pushing the sunscreen. No, I love that. We you should work out it from the If you've been wet or sweating a lot, you need definitely need to reapply. That stuff wears off. Um, thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you have enjoyed yourself. Please just wear your sunscreen. If you take nothing else away from this, please just wear the sunscreen. Uh, I want to say thank you to people who sent some stuff in the uh, P.O. box. Uh, we got a blanket from Sarah. Braxton sent some beautiful troll cards. Grace sent a goop needle point that is out of control funny. Um, Georgia sent a book. Ava sent a book. Cheryl sent a tardigrade purse. Ilem for the uh, OB textbook. Kelsey for matching hats. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that Ilem. I took my best shot. Uh, Aisling sent graduation brainstem and necklace. And Kristen sent beer. And glasses. So thanks, y'all, for the gifts. We appreciate it. And, of course, all the cards and letters and, and wedding yeah, thank, invites. Thank we we read you. it all and, and appreciate it all and wish we lived the sort of lives where we could respond to it all. That would that would delight me to no end. I very and much come wish. come to all your weddings. Yeah, I would love to come to all the weddings, but yeah. here we are. Um, uh, thanks to the Max Fun Network for having us as a part of their extended podcasting family. You can find all their great shows at Maximum Fun. Dot org and thanks to the taxpayers for letting us use their song medicines as the intro and outro of our program uh i believe sydney that is going oh got a book making a book coming out in october bit.ly forward slash sawbones book where it's by us illustrations by taylor smurl sydney's sister and a very talented artist to check her- it out you can see the cover now oh it's so cool looking yeah it's really cool if I'm you go so to bit.ly forward slash sawbones book oh they do have the cover in there go look at the cover you're gonna adore it um but pre-order it now and it'll be out soon and thank you for doing that we really appreciate it uh but that is going to do it for us for this week so until next week my name is justin mcelroy i'm sydney mcelroy and as always don't drill a hole in your head MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. The Dead Pilot Society podcast brings you hilarious comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Aubrey Plaza, Andy Richter, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, Adam Scott, Molly Shannon, Busy Phillips, Tom Lennon, Anna Camp, Lori Metcalf, Felicia Day, Michael Ian Black, Adam Savage, Paul Shear, Ben Schwartz, Skylar Aston, Mae Whitman, Josh Molina, Ben Feldman, Nicole Byer, Jason Ritter, Sarah Chalk, Steve Agee, Jane Levy, Allison Tolman, Danielle Nicolette, Casey Wilson, Anna Ortiz, Lorraine Newman, June Diane Raphael, Kieran Chipka, Ed Week, Zach Knight, and Carrie Kenny Silver, John Ross Bowie, Jamie Denbo, Janet Varney, and many more. Listen at Max. MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts.